Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday the 17th of March. Today, Dan Ricciardo's good news ahead of the F1 season opener, Craig Bellamy's rare appearance in the spotlight ahead of a milestone match, and Australia and Pakistan up the excitement factor in the second test. But first... The new AFL men's season is underway, but... The 2022 season kicked off last night with a rematch of the 2021 AFL Grand Final and the Western Bulldogs got closer this time, but ultimately the Melbourne Demons kicked off their premiership campaign with a hard-fought 26-point win headlined by the performance of last year's Norm Smith medalist Christian Petrarca, who racked up 38 disposals, two goals and one big old reminder that he is the most dominant player in the game right now. Petrarca to add some beautiful icing to the cake. But the biggest story came after the full-time siren, when Western Bulldogs coach Luke Beveridge sat down for his press conference and decided to set his sights on Fox Footy senior reporter Tom Morris. You've got the nerve to ask me a question and even be here. So you've been preying on us the last two times. You barracked for Melbourne, Tom Morris. Been preying on us. You've been opening us up, causing turmoil within our football club by declaring our team um, well before it needs to be declared. Is that the way Fox want you to operate? Is that what you're doing? Is that the gutter journalist you want to be? Whack. Bevo came out swinging against Morris, who had broken the story on Monday that the dog's Lockie Hunter wouldn't be picked in the 22. Clearly, Morris had been given the tip-off by somebody inside the footy club, and that fact was enough to get Bevo very, very offside. The health and well-being of people in the game is caught up in all this stuff, you know, because we've got things to concentrate performance concentrate on performance-wise. We've got to look after our own, and then you cause all this um, muckraking trash that happens behind the scenes, and names get brought up into it, and all we're doing is planning for a football game. I can't... Are you proud of yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're proud of yourself? Yeah, Fox backs me. Wow. Well, and to be honest... To be honest... No, no, that's enough. That's enough. Next question, please. Bevo lashed Morris for a couple of minutes before ultimately cutting the presser short after Morris refused to leave. You're not welcome. No, no, this is the AFL's press conference and I'll it's sit what? here. It's the what? It's the AFL's press conference. I think we're probably done, aren't we? Yeah, you're an embarrassment to what you do, mate. You're an embarrassment. Yeah, you can forget about whatever happens for the rest of round one because this is the story that will be dominating AFL headlines for a while, as Nathan Buckley explained on Fox Footy. I like it when the stories from the day or the night come from the grass, you know, come from what's happening on that side of the white line. I mean, unfortunately, this is a, a big story out it's of now. tonight. OK, time to check in on the second test between Australia and Pakistan in Karachi, and wouldn't you know it... Don't say it. OK, OK, I won't say it. I'll let Swedish rock band The Hive say it instead. Yes, I told you so. The second test has ended in another draw, but in defence of the two teams... This one was actually pretty exciting. Having played out the gold medal of boring draws in the first test of the series, many, including yours truly, expected we were on our way to seeing another run fest with neither team any real chance of actually winning. I was... (laughs) I was not exactly right. What do you mean, not right? You mean you were wrong? (laughs) Yes, I was wrong. This was a barn burner. From Usman Khawaja's magical first innings 100. What a superb performance. Magnificent work from Usman Khawaja. Mitch Webson's first test wicket. Boom! 
first wicket for Mitchell Swepson, and it is the big wicket. And Pakistan's dogged fighting spirit to see out the necessary overs and hold out Australia just as Nathan Lyon was starting to weave his magic. Straight down the ground for four. That's a lovely shot over Pitts, and he's taken advantage of that. What a nice way to get off the mark for Barbarazam. But ultimately... That is it. That's the end of the Test match. What a sensational Test match. What an amazing performance by Mohammad Rezwan, Baba Azam, Pat Cummins, Abdullah Shafiq, Nathan Lyon. This has been really, really special. The third test starts on Monday. Let's hope for a result in this one. It's about the test results on him. Him, by the way, has got a name, so if you got some information for him, I suggest you give it to him. His name is Daniel Ricardo, and Dan's COVID tests are in. After testing positive for COVID upon arrival in Bahrain last week, Ricardo has been racing the clock to be cleared, fit for the opening race of the F1 season, the Bahrain Grand Prix this Sunday. But yesterday, McLaren released a statement confirming the news that Ricardo was feeling better, had returned a number of negative tests, and will be allowed to return to the paddock today to continue his preparations for Sunday's race. Get a little bit of blood flowing through uh, some movement, a little bit of adrenaline up, but not to a point where I'm actually starting to use it. It's just prepping it, prepping it, so that by the race start, let's say firing, because the first lap of the race is the most important and most of the time the most critical uh, part of our day. Unfortunately for Ricardo, his time in isolation means he's missed all three days of testing and will go into the season opener without having driven the car for almost three weeks, meaning he's pretty unlikely to be standing on the podium come Sunday. Nice small stuff to get, I suppose. It's, uh... Yeah, it's all, all been a bit overwhelming, actually, uh, this week, to be quite honest. Takes a bit for Melbourne Storm coach Craig Bellamy to actually step into the spotlight, preferring to allow his players to be the ones who shine. But when you're set to become just the fourth coach in the history of rugby league to coach 500 games, it's OK to enjoy a little bit of me time. Tonight, when the Storm take on the Bunnies at Amy Park in Melbourne, Bellamy will join Wayne Bennett, Tim Sheens and Brian Smith as coaches who've overseen 500-plus games of NRL. And what makes the milestone even more remarkable is that the man they call Bellyache wasn't certain he'd make it to the end of his first ever game as coach. My first ever game, NRL game, when we played at Cronulla and uh, we were down 22 nil after 20 minutes. And I'm thinking, I might go down to the dressing room at half-time and... John Rubad might be waiting at the door with the one-way ticket back to Brisbane, but um, yeah, we ended up winning that game, so that relieved a bit of pressure. But as Bellamy seeks to take the Storm to a 19th finals campaign and maintain his otherworldly win rate of over 70% as the coach of Melbourne, tonight he'll welcome back a remorseful and grateful Cam Munster, who after a self-inflicted off-season from hell that included a rehab stint off the back of being caught on video with bags of white powder, admitted to Fox Sports that his time at the Storm almost came to an end over the drama. The board was ready to rip uh, my contract up and um, obviously it hit home when I obviously have a beautiful partner at home and, um, and a baby on the way and I guess it's easy when you obviously got a job and an income coming through you can support them and um, my income and my support was obviously up in the air and then that really hit home. Let's see if Munster can repay some of the debt he owes Bellamy tonight. And that is your fast, fun, hit of sport for Thursday the 17th of March. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. Listener.